Welcome to the table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. Scripture reading today comes from Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. When the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And besides, and because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you no longer enslaved, but you are God's child. And if God's child, then so too are you God's heir. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, good morning, friends. Merry Christmas from the Kingstown Communion. I hope that you are somewhere in your homes right now with with a warm beverage. I've got mine. I've got mine. Um, A warm beverage in hand that you have kind of paper strewn about all over your living room um, as you have given and received gifts um, that you are tucked under some kind of warm blanket right now, maybe watching a really good Christmas movie while you're watching this right now, but maybe before and after watching a Christmas movie and then another great Christmas movie. I hope that you are having the most extraordinarily normal, ordinary Christmas with all the things you love and all the people that you love. Merry Christmas from the Kingstown Communion. We, uh, throughout the season of Advent, have been working our way through this sermon series, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Have Yourself an M-A-R-Y Little Christmas. And we've we've worked through what the kind of hope looks like when we experience this kind of year through the lens of, of Mary. We've looked at what that kind of of love looks like, what that kind of joy looks like, what that kind of peace looks like. And then today, this Christmas morning, I wanted to offer to you another another look at Mary. <laughs> um, because this Christmas morning scripture, which maybe you're not used to reading Paul, um, which, thank you, Sam, for reading for us. Maybe you're not used to reading Paul on Christmas. 
there's normally gospel readings, right? But this, but Paul speaks some very specific words about Mary for us uniquely at Christmas. Paul uses this metaphor, and we'll get to what that metaphor is, but but metaphor is is essential. It's essential to grasping the divine and human character of God. Nowhere is metaphor used more compellingly than in the gospel or in the in the epistle writings of Paul. All throughout Paul's letters, we get metaphor, but we get specifically this metaphor around this one word, adoption. This metaphor for God's loving grace in our lives, adoption. When I survey my ministry, I would say that the the most destructive human experience is the sense of being unacceptable, unacceptable to and forgotten by a parent. The harshest words I have ever heard come out of someone's mouth in a moment of deep pain is when I met a woman who who was kind of on the periphery of our church, who was planning her mother's funeral. And, and she said, like, first of all, I, I want you to know, um, I want this service to be as short as it possibly can be. I don't want to say anything nice about my mother. <laughs> and of course, I tried to, you know, pacify her anger. Well, you know, when people get older, sometimes they... No, she said. No, my mother... My mother was completely awful the day she was born and she was awful up until the day she died. And I don't want, I don't want you to say anything nice about her. There is nothing nice to say about my mother. Wow. I've also been persuaded through the years that the most creative human experience is the sense of being totally cherished and accepted by someone that we call and know as parent. In the 15th century, <clears throat> there was actually um, a, a place um, in Italy in the 15th century. It was common for um, the desperately poor to abandon their newborns. And so there, there was this place in 1419, Foundling Hospital. It was built in Florence to be this haven for abandoned infants. Today, the building out actually houses pediatric clinics and children and family services, along with an extraordinary museum to mark this place where babies used to be dropped off in the midst of extreme poverty. And it continues to attract many tourists, this museum. And most of them go to see the Rhoda at the museum, this large, lazy Susan. It's this lazy Susan kind of device built at, at the entrance of the hospital. In the 15th century, a mother who could no longer care for her baby could bring her child to this foundling hospital, place her child on the Rhoda, ring this small little bell and, and turn the wheel 
return to the Rhoda, and then the child would disappear through the opening into the hospital, where it would be received and, and where it would be cared for. If you actually visit the museum today, it, it, it also includes this collection now of, of all kinds of things, of scraps of cloth, of ribbons, of buttons and medals and pins that, that mothers would affix to the blankets their babies were wrapped in. When they would drop their babies off on this rota, they would attach something often trying to preserve a, a similar artifact for future identification. There, there are military medals and, and tiny halves of brooches and these people awaiting the day that their fortunes might improve so they could bring back the other half and reclaim their, chi their child. Is it conceivable, asks the prophet Isaiah today, is it conceivable that a mother could have no compassion for her child of her womb? Hardly so, right? Hardly so. And how much more steadfast is the love of God, Isaiah says. This, this is the very essence of the gospel. This is the theme of all of scripture, friends. This is the substance of every revelation through all of scripture and the summation of everything that Jesus was born and came to do and to say to us. That the breadth and depth of God's love is unfathomable. But Paul today, Paul uses a different word for us. Did you hear it? Did you hear it as Sam read it for us? Paul says that when the fullness of time had come, God sent God's son, born of a woman, born under the law in order to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as children. The essence of the gospel, the substance of every revelation, the summation of all of scripture what Jesus came to do and to say to us this Christmas is that the breadth and the depth of the love of God is unfathomable, unimaginable. But Paul uses this familial word for that, this familiar, this familial metaphor for that, of, of a parent's love for their child to give us even just an inkling, an inkling of what this love is like. Paul says it is adoption, what we're invited into. And, and in this moment, Mary becomes the adopted mother of us all. And Paul says that because we are children, because we are adopted, folded into this grand family of God, we are able to receive the gift of God's spirit this Christmas, for we are, we are now heirs of God's kingdom and God's light. You, friend, sibling of Christ, have been adopted by God for unto us a child is born so that you might be, so that I might be, so that we all might be children of God. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and amen, right? Would you pray with me? God, wherever our hearts are, wherever our spirits are this morning, 
whether we are tucked in and comfortable, whether we are joyous with our families this morning, whether we are so grateful watching those we love, especially the kids in our midst, um, just coming alive this Christmas, or whether we feel heavy by the season, whether we are just kind of staying under the blanket because we can't do anything else, God, um, there is good news for us that for unto us a child is born because Jesus came to, to be born like us, to be raised like us, to die like us. We become children of God. Whatever we're feeling, God, it's such good news to know that we are a part of your family and that we have this great cloud of siblings, this great community of siblings under, under the, the, the parenthood of God. To, to rely on, to be supported by, and to, to share this faith with. God, continue to move in us through your hope and your love and your joy and your peace this Christmas. Make those known to us and, and fan that flame, that light of Christ within us today and, and, and throughout this holiday season. We pray this in the name of Jesus who taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Have a great Christmas, friends, and we'll see you. We'll see you soon. And remember that we are not gathering um, today, obviously, at Hayfield. We're also not going to be gathering at Hayfield on, uh, on January 1st, on New Year's um, Day. But, but join us again back in person on January 8th um, or join us online on going through this season. We are grateful for you. We, you are one of the greatest gifts that we receive this Christmas. And, and we invite you now to, to give um, to give your gifts to God, uh, to, to like, like wise men coming to the manger, right? To bring your gifts before God. This is the time of the service where we receive an offering. Merry Christmas. God be with you this Christmas. Yeah.